Hey everyone, and welcome back to We Get to Lead. Today's topic is about leading when you don't feel like you should be, or even leading your team when you think you failed, when you start to doubt yourself. Before this gets too somber, the example that I'm going to use in today's episode is an example of not getting a job that we think that we deserve. I'm going to use my personal experience in the hopes that it can guide you through another challenging situation, and so you don't forget that we get to lead. People are expecting us to do that. When we feel like we should be leading in a new position and someone else has decided against that, what do we do? Do we resent the person that gets it? Do we embark on our own agenda and create our own group of followers that aren't in line with the organizational values? How do we lead ourselves through it? How do we lead others through it? And more importantly, how do we keep the mentality that we get to do this and not fall into that trap of have to do this? I get, I get to do this, right? but I, I truly get to do this. And what can we learn from it? What can we learn from those situations about ourselves, about the organization that we want to be a part of, about the team that we're privileged to lead? How do we grow from those situations? Today's episode is about me not getting a job, or rather a couple jobs across the span of my career, in which I thought I was a really great pick and really put my best foot forward. So let's get started. There are multiple reasons that we as leaders, or just people, feel that we should get a certain job or position, or that we deserve certain things throughout our career. It's natural to feel this sense of, of entitlement that comes with hard work, for us to get carried away and lose sight of the bigger picture. Remember that we all start this with the intent of just providing for our people. It's what leadership is. I would argue that it's less about inspiring and motivating individuals, and it's certainly not about being great, but it's about bringing the greatness out in other people and your ability to do that. So when things don't line up for us, that can be deceiving. We can believe. It can be hard to believe. Well, why don't they want me to do this? I've been successful in these other things. We could have spent a ton of time in our company. We may have a keen understanding of the issues that are going on inside of our department, our organization, or section that we work in. We could be extremely relevant within our organization. And people may come to us for solutions on a daily basis. Our technical expertise within the organization may greatly outnumber that of anyone else in the and we still may not be the best fit for the job why is that maybe we lack communication skills. maybe not with the people that are choosing you as their leader but as the people who are choosing you to lead people within their organizations maybe we lack the ability to communicate to them just as i may lack the, com- the ability to communicate the message that i'm trying to convey to you now effectively through this podcast. We simply don't know because we only have our lens and we only have the lens of what our mentors and our leaders have told us. When our leaders are telling us that we're doing a great job in the position that we're in, our brain automatically connects that to, I could do a great job in the next position if given the right opportunity. And I don't say any of this to say that you wouldn't have done that, but I do say that there are a million other people in this world. There are seven billion other people in this world. 
And those people get a vote in doing those jobs too. And so what's important here is that we take away the lessons and growth that comes with not getting something that we thought we deserved. The most challenging thing to me in this situation is that oftentimes when I commit to these things, I'm completely committed to it. I believe it. I can feel myself headed on the trajectory to that next position, and I want it more than anything in the world. I want that opportunity to prove that I can head to the next level and still maintain this sense of authenticity that is me. And then when it doesn't happen, the worst part of that is, is that I've gone through all of the nerve. I've gone through the emotional investment to say, hey, I'm, I'm all in on this and I want it with every fiber of my being. My team got behind me and my team believes in me. They're encouraging me. My family gets behind me and they're encouraging me. And, and it comes to a point in my mind where I cannot fail until I do. And I have to take a step back and I have to take notes on it and say, wow, I missed the mark on that one. How did I go astray? And the reality is I probably didn't miss the mark at all. Simply put, I was trying my absolute hardest. It wasn't good enough. And so we go back to the question of what if your best isn't good enough? Got that email that says weren't selected for the position. You just got a phone call that says, hey, that wasn't for you. Maybe try again in the future. What do we do then? I have someone who I consider to be a close mentor. For as long as I can remember, as I've been on this leadership journey, something that he used to say to me has rung true in my mind. Every time he would hand me a new task or a new challenge to learn, I would say, I'll try my best. And he would look at me and say, what if your best isn't good enough? And I never really knew what that meant. It never, it, it always translated in my mind to say, well, if my best isn't good enough, then I failed. And therefore, I just need to get better at doing everything and, and be the best that I can be. And then I won't fail. And then my best will be good enough. That's not what he meant at all. It was about the plan, the actions on contact, if you will, of, hey, my best wasn't good enough here. And so how do I move forward? How does my team still depends on me? How do I take my best not being good enough and make it make me better for the future or realign my compass to point in the direction that it should be going? Because I'm not meant to be good at everything in the world. No one is. If we try to be good at everything, we're probably going to be good at nothing. And there's always going to be someone that takes that next position because they could focus on what needed to happen. The reality was saying, I'll do my best, was acknowledging beforehand that I it was providing some sort of scapegoat to see. I tried, but I didn't necessarily prepare the best that I could. So before I tell you my story, um, 
I'll just reframe. I'll do my best to what will I do if my best is not? That's the new mantra in my head. What will I do if this podcast doesn't reach the audience I'm trying to reach? What will I do if my team doesn't believe that I'll get it? Or the people that I'm trying to get hired by don't believe that I'm the person for the position? Let's get into it. If you're still listening this far in, I've had three times across my career where I've had to interview for a specific job against a variety of talented leaders. Each time, I fully believed that I was the best person for these leadership opportunities. Not that I was the only person for opportunities, but that I was working harder, I was understanding the bigger picture, and that no one could be more invested than I was for these opportunities. I was dead wrong. We go back to the 7 billion people in the world. Surely one of them has a level of interest in this too that is equal to or greater than mine. So what gives me the right to lead? And the answer is nothing. It's the people that decide. Recently, I applied for a position that I was underqualified for that I thought my, my skills and experience in leadership would somehow get me across that qualification line. And I had every person that I had mentioned it to convinced that that's where I was headed. And shortly after conducting my interview and reaching out to that organization, they let me know, hey, you're, you're not, we're not going to continue the process. And when I got that email, internally, I knew that they were absolutely right. That I wasn't the right leader for that scenario. You can call it my style or my communication methods. It could have been a technical skill. But somewhere, there were other people that were better suited to fill those roles than I. And I knew that going into it. The position had a, a degree of high technical capability that I lacked. And I was leveraging my ability to learn new skills to try to put my best foot forward. But sometimes a square peg, peg doesn't fit in a round hole. And we have to acknowledge that. And immediately people that I spoke with spoke to me in disbelief and said, they've got something wrong. They, they misjudged something. This can't be right. What are you going to do? And I think my initial response and, and my initial processing was it went back to that statement of what if my best isn't good enough? And I already knew the answer to that going in. I put everything I could into gaining that position so that I could continue to gain the trust of and so I could continue to work for the people that I want to work for. They didn't want me. Several times throughout my career, I have self-assessed myself to not be the right person. So it can be challenging when I self-assess myself to be the right person. Just as there have been plenty of success along the way, there's been 
nine times more failure easily. And so it was important to me in not getting this job to tell the people around me that that was okay. That was important for me. Because more important to me than getting the job was telling the people that are on my team that I'm okay and I'm continuing to grow. And that I learned a lot from that. I could have done a couple different things. I could have immediately badmouthed the organization. That doesn't help anybody. I could have, I could have framed that organization to be completely wrong and somehow I'm right. And I would have learned nothing about this process. I would have learned nothing about myself. And, and that just doesn't seem like an appropriate way to act for anyone. Matter of fact, I was informed via email that I, I wasn't going to get the job. And I immediately emailed them back and said that I appreciate their time. And if they had any feedback for me, I wanted to know what I could do to continue to improve for the future so that I may be considered for those things in the future. Here's the reality. When I went into this job, I had a lot of self-doubt in myself because I lacked technical skills, etc. And I know that as I conducted this interview, the confidence that I normally have that's up here was somewhere in the middle. It's where it could be because it's where my comfort level were with a lot of the topics that we were discussing. Could I have prepared better? Could I have done this? None of those things matter because I didn't do that. And so as I kind of go back and look at my skill set and the following, I, I feel that I was trying to force that scenario. I'll give you one more antidote because the goal is to keep these short. Um, earlier in my career, I was interviewing for a one-of-one one position. There's only one across the entire organization, this organization being the United States Army, and so a fairly competitive position and one that they, there are no stones left unturned while they're deciding who's going to. I was blessed with the opportunity to, uh, to do so, and it was up to me. To prove to someone who had never met me before that I was the right leader, I had the right skill set, and my character was in good order that I could perform in this. Again, I wanted this position more than anything in the world. I still am very closely aligned with doing this because I, I love helping people understand the bigger picture and the process that can help guide them along their success. That's one of the things that I love about leadership, the ability to mentor people along the way. And this job was exactly that. In doing so, there were a few criteria that I didn't meet. And so I knew that I was in an uphill battle to sell myself. Once I received the email, that I was no longer going to continue in that interview process due to no lack of communication or anything, but simply my timeline didn't match the timeline as some of the other applicants. I was crushed. And once again, I was faced with a decision. Of, I could badmouth these people or say this, 
I didn't. I, I had to self-assess and say, how can I be better prepared for my next opportunity? Because if I show my team that I'm frustrated, that I didn't get this job that ultimately would have left my team, okay? if I show them that I'm frustrated, if I allow that frustration to boil over and to paint an organization in the negative light, I am no better. I, I, I'm not even in the competition. It's an attitude. Your attitude is everything. And if I allow my attitude to be changed by the fact that I didn't get a one-of-one one job, then I'm, I'm in the business, I'm in the leadership business for the wrong reasons. I was blessed with the opportunity to try to lead you know, an entire section of me to mentor all of those people. And I'm so thankful for that opportunity because I, I got to explore myself and what are my strengths and weaknesses, questions that I had never had to answer. It can be easy for people looking on the outside in to say, oh, well, why didn't you get the job? Well, the hard thing to do is to look at yourself and say, hey, that was a pretty hard thing I was competing for. And actually, it's kind of comical that I thought that you know, me over all of these other people we're going to get the job just flat out. You're not. We're going to compete. And, and you guys, I'm, I'm pretty sure I said this in the last episode, but it's not some person or position that determines whether or not you are the leader. It, that may make you a manager, but it's the people that determine that you get to lead, that we get to lead. And so that high degree of letdown was probably the best thing that could happen to me because it channeled me into where I'm at right now. Hey, I can't do this job. And we go back to the old adage of what if my best is not good enough? I said, hey, if my best is not good enough, I'm going to go get better. I'm going to get better at my communication. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pursue this degree. I'm going to learn new skills. And I'm going to put myself in position to continue to do that in a different, in a different light. And hopefully, I'll be selected to lead. And I was. And I am now. I'm, I'm, I'm walking a path now that never in a million years would I thought I would walk. And, it, and, and my path to leadership led through those failures, through not getting the job. There's someone telling me that, hey, that's not where your compass points. Even though in my head early on, I thought that's where it was. I'll tell you that I'm on the perfect path now. And I'm going to continue to learn and continue to get better at this. So that I can continue to be afforded the opportunity. to. Every day I still wake up. I get to do this. I'm excited about it. I hope you're excited about it. If there's something that I could explain better or there's something you want to hear about it, let me know in the poll on the on the podcast app, wherever you're getting your podcast from. I appreciate your time. Don't don't forget. We get to do this. It's challenging. It's hard. We're gonna have some failures along the way. But we're gonna to learn together. Thank you. <laughs>